Don't worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God in the book of Psalm, Psalm 23, beginning at verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. All of Psalm 23. Then looking in the Word of God in the Gospel of Luke. Luke chapter 10, beginning at verse 25. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? So he answered and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered rightly. Do this, and you will live. But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him, and and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out to Dunarai, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him. And whatever more when you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. So which of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, He who showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. Again, the Gospel of Luke chapter 10, verses 25 to 37. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for the opportunity we have being able to open your word every day of our lives and hear from you and hear from heaven to hear your words of life, grace, peace, blessing, and power and joy. Father, more and more, anoint us afresh with the spirit of prayer. Anoint us afresh with the spirit that would cause us to have a growing hunger for your word. And anoint us afresh with the spirit of obedience. And finally, Lord, anoint us afresh with the spirit of joy that helps us to grow in our understanding of the fact that the privilege of knowing you and being able to walk with you is not a burden. It's a joy. It's a privilege. It's an honor to be able to be co-workers with you in the work of your kingdom. Empower us to be much more faithful hearers and doers of your word. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our producer is Rick Robertson. Rick is going to share a word of prayer with us at this time.
Father, we join with the Apostle Paul in saying now to the King, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Father, we lift high your name today. We exalt you. We take the, the spotlight off of ourselves and our needs and, and our aspirations and put them on you, Father. We lift high your name today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. We continue to remind you, please do email us to get to receive some of the prayer tools and the resources that we provide. We uh, want to encourage you to be involved in the great work of being a faithful disciple yourself, discipling your family as well. But also we hope that you'll receive them with the goal of both using them for you and your family, but passing them on to others. My email again is Joseph at AFR.net. Again, that's joseph at AFR.net. And keep in mind, you and I are to be involved in the great work of carrying out the Great Commission absolutely every day of our lives as the Holy Spirit guides and directs us. So it's important that we live lives as simply being available vessels for the Holy Spirit to use. And God has so much work to be done, and He's looking for vessels that desire to be used. So I hope that you're one of those persons. We're very grateful and blessed to have as our phone guest today, Sister Betty Love. She's the founder. See, the gang is already excited. They've heard about Betty. So, <laughs> Sister Betty Love, she's the founder and director of Love Ministries. And um, my, uh, I had the privilege, my wife, Bertie, and I had the privilege of meeting Betty a few weeks ago at a pro-life event in Jackson, Mississippi. But I come to find out my wife, Be- uh, my wife um, Bertie, had met Betty, actually years ago when she preached at a congregation here in the Tupelo area, and she was so blessed by the message and the ministry of Betty Love. Betty, how are you today? I'm doing wonderful, Pastor Joseph. It's great to be with you guys this morning. Well, an honor to have you on, and I would ask if you'll take a couple moments, a few moments to further introduce yourself and share, share with our listeners a little bit more about who you are and what the Ministry Love Ministries is about. Well, first of all, I would like to say that I love the Lord Jesus Christ, and um, the Lord is is just everything to me. Uh, the Father has given me a heart for the body of Christ. I'm called to the body, um, called to the nation, uh, and to the nations with a heart to bring the salvation ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ forth for the healing of the nation. Really have a heart for our country to see us walk in our birthright and destiny uh, in accordance with our Judeo-Christian values. Uh, in regard to the body of Christ, I want to see people walk in their birthright and destiny. I believe when we are born again, born of the Spirit, birthed into the kingdom of God, you know, the scripture says in Jeremiah 20, 11, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and give you a, a hope and a future. And and then David said in Psalm 139:16, all the days ordained for me were written in his book before one comes to pass. And so I believe that every believer has ordained days, that God has a redemptive plan for our lives. He has a purpose and a destiny. And when we, I don't believe that we'll ever be fulfilled until we fully walk in that. 
And so our heart is, as a one of the things as a ministry, is to awaken people to who they are in Christ, their authority as a believer, the power of the Word of God, the renewing of their hearts and their minds, the power of Holy Spirit working in them uh, to bring them into the plan of the Father. And for us as individuals, as the corporate body of Christ, territorially and generationally, to advance his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. I believe that we have a purpose to reveal the Lord Jesus Christ in our spheres of authority and to let our light shine and to be the salt and the light in the earth as we represent him, but also we demonstrate his kingdom. And so um, we as a ministry have been very much involved in the prayer movement, involved in the state of Mississippi, as well as in the nation. Uh, again, standing for righteousness to be restored in our land. And um, so that, that's, just, that's just a little bit. But I believe that we as a nation and the nations of the earth in this hour, we are poised for awakening. I believe that we will see, I, I don't believe we're finished. I don't believe Jesus is coming back tomorrow. I believe that we have a great work that is before us. I believe that it has been spoken by many from probably every denominational background that this nation and the nations of the earth will see a great harvest and awakening. And we have been part of that prayer movement really into the 80s and the 90s and up until now, believing God for a billion-fold harvest. And I believe that the Lord wants to bring healing to our land. We are in great need of it. I believe that revival is very necessary for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that we need to see a reformation of our society and our nation. And and finally, one thing, I mean, there are a lot of things that I could share here, but I believe that the United States of America very much has a covenant root, a covenant root with God and a covenant root even with Israel. Uh all the way back to the founding fathers and first landing there at Cape Henry uh, when Reverend Robert Hunt um, drove that wooden cross into the land and decreed that our nation would be a place that the gospel would go forth and within the nation from generation to generation and also to the nations. And so our heart as a ministry, as a ministry, is to see believers come into the original tent of the Father for their life. They need healing, deliverance, whatever they need to bring them into the liberty that Jesus has purchased for them. That's our desire. But also to see our land, our cities, our state, and our nation be plumb-lined in righteousness and justice which is the foundation of God's throne. So there you have it, just a, a little bit there, a lot. <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to ask as we uh, move further into the broadcast, if specifically, if you'll pray for listeners, a couple things specifically, pray for them to have ears to hear all that the Holy Spirit would say to them today through the broadcast, 
but also pray for their prayer lives as well. Praise God. Amen. Well, Father, we just come boldly before your throne of grace. And Father, we thank you that we are covered in the blood of your son, Jesus, that Jesus has made a way for us. And Lord, you said in your word in John 10, all my sheep hear my voice and follow me. And Lord, also in Proverbs, ears that hear and eyes that see, the Lord has made them both. So, Father, for those that are joined with us across the nation, those that are listening today, we thank you, Father, that you open our ears to hear. Lord, even as the word spoken in the book of Revelation, let him who has an ear to hear, hear what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to the church. So, Father, today we come and we say, awaken us individually. Awaken us as the corporate body of Christ to hear what you are speaking. And Lord, we thank you that as your word comes forth today, that when we open our mouths, you fill it. And so is the word that goes forth out of your mouth, that it will accomplish what it's sent to do. Father, I thank you that it's stored within every believer where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Lord, I thank you that when we don't know how to pray, your word says in Romans 8 that the Spirit will pray for us. And today, Lord, we want to come into agreement and we want to yield our members unto you a living sacrifice. I decree and declare here today that we as your people will not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but Lord, let our hearts and our minds be transformed and renewed, able to test and approve your good, your pleasing, your perfect will. So Lord, awaken us in a place of intimacy with you. In Jesus' name, amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. We'll be right back.
The music of Danson Oyekan with Amazing. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest guest today is Sister Betty Love. She's the founder and director of Love Ministries. And Betty, as we begin this segment, would you go ahead and mention if someone wants to get in touch with you or learn more about your ministry, how can they do that? Uh, they can do that through our website, which is loveministrieslive.com. And um, there is an opportunity to reach out to us, email us, as well as to sign up um, for our emails and information we send out. So loveministrieslive.com. All right. Thank you, then. And you know, uh, you uh, alluded to this, um, that in your in the uh, words of introduction you were sharing, but you know, every believer has a calling and callings on their life, and every calling is extremely important, whether believers understand that or not. And an important part of coming to fulfill that, coming to know what it is and fulfill it, of course, is believers knowing how to walk with God, to spend time with Him in prayer and in the Word of God. Would you um, specifically pray for believers just to be, for an anointing for them to grow tremendously, specifically in their prayer lives? Would you pray for that at this time? Yes, absolutely. Father, we come and into agreement, even as Pastor Joseph has brought forth, Lord, there is no greater joy than walking with you, than knowing you. And Father, even as the Apostle Paul prayed in Ephesians, Father, for every listener on this call, for every believer, pour out your spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Lord, may every believer be drawn by your Holy Spirit into a place of intimacy and knowing you. Lord, we thank you. May the very eyes of our heart be enlightened, that we may know the hope of the calling, the glorious riches of your inheritance that you have stored within us, and your incomparably great power for those who believe. Now unto you, Lord, you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above. I ask that you come now and work within every believer. If there have been any obstacles, if there have been any blocks in their prayer life, Father, if there has been anything, uh, an ungodly belief, an ungodly soul tie to something that has made them feel like that they could not draw near to you, Father, I thank you that the power of the blood of Jesus Christ speaks a better word. It is enough. And Father, I thank you for your word in Isaiah that says, prepare ye, prepare ye the way of the Lord, remove the obstacles out of the way of my people. So Father, if there has been a block to intimacy of knowing you, of walking with you, if there has been anything that has perverted or diverted their destiny or that powerful relationship that you have brought us into your family, Father, let that be uprooted, torn down, destroyed, and completely overthrown, and obstacles be removed. Father, I pray your word says you so love the world that you gave your son. 
And Father, I thank you that perfect love casts out all fear. I pray that you would give each believer uh, a great baptism of your love this morning, that you would draw them with cords of loving kindness, that they would know you, Father, that they would know Jesus, that they would know Holy Spirit, that they would know you, Almighty God, not just as God, but as Father, as Lord, as Savior, haha, that each believer would be drawn into that place of walking with you. Father, Adam had a habit, haha. <laughs> He walked with you in the cool of the day. And Father, I pray that you would awaken a desire, a desire for a deeper depth of knowing you. And Father, one of the greatest places is in your word. So I pray that your word would come alive in each believer, that as they read the word, as they walk with you, Lord God, that Holy Spirit, that you would begin to speak, that you would begin to resonate within them, that you would begin to remind them, that you would begin to fill them afresh and anew. For you are the living God, and you are living on the inside of us. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And Father, I too thank you for every single listener. Thank you for your hand of grace upon them. Thank you for the privilege you give to each and every one of us of being able to draw near to you in prayer every single day. Father, you told us, you called us and commanded us in your word to pray without ceasing. Father, teach us how by your spirit to do that. Anoint us afresh with an anointing that would teach and train us to do that and help us to live a lifestyle that would Help us to do just that, Lord. Thank you for the odd the opportunity. And, Father, we pray specifically for every single listener, Lord. And, Father, we just pray for each and every one of them. The Lord bless each and every one of them, every one of these of our listeners. The Lord make his face shine upon each and every one of us, uh, each and every one of you, and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Bless them mightily. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Betty. We appreciate that so much. And specifically to something I'm wanting to invite you to lead us in prayer, and we want to invite every listener as well. The tragedy of the conflict going on in Ukraine continues, yet at the same time, there's some beautiful and powerful things going on in the church in the nation of Ukraine. Many pastors and church members have chosen not only to not flee the nation, but to remain there and to pray and intercede. And there are some really neat stories and testimonies of things that the Spirit of God and the grace of God is doing. Uh, Betty, I want to ask you specifically if you will pray and lift up the church in Ukraine in particular, but also the body of Christ and other places that needs to be interceding for them. And there may be churches in other nations as well as Ukraine that are going through conflict, but especially praying, even though we may not, we may be far away from Ukraine, but it's important for us to be praying for them. Would you pray for the church in Ukraine and for the church worldwide to be walking with and encouraging them in prayer as well? Yeah, thank you. Father, we thank you that there is one body, one Lord, one spirit, one God and Father of us all. 
And Father, there is no distance in prayer. We are your body. We are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that we may declare the praises of him who called us out of darkness. And Lord, we thank you that throughout the nations of the earth, you have a remnant a remnant church, a remnant of believers that are standing for righteousness. And Father, we especially pray that you would awaken the body of Christ. Father, for those, especially in our country, who are standing in a nation that is a Christian nation, a Judeo-Christian nation, regardless of what others want to say. Father, we thank you that we live in a place where we have the freedom to gather. We have the freedom to to pray. There is nothing thwarting or holding us back from the ability to pray. And so, Father, I pray that you would rally your people, not only in this nation, but in the nations across the world to stand and pray. Father, for those, for the, there is a martyr church. There is a war that is going on in the heavenlies. And Father, I'm reminded when the children of Israel were led by Joshua into the promised land, Lord, there were two and a half tribes that stayed on on the other side of the Jordan, but they had a responsibility, Father, to go into the land and war with their brothers for their land before they could just go back and settle down. And Father, I thank you that you are raising up a warrior church, a warrior bride, an awakening people to stand. And having done all to stand, we're going to stand. And Father, I thank you for strengthening the brothers and sisters that are standing in the Ukraine. Father, that they did not abdicate their position or their post, but Lord God, they have taken a stand. And Lord, your word says that righteousness exalts a nation. And so, Father, we come into agreement with your redemptive plan for the Ukraine. And Lord, we pray that you would strengthen the church there in this hour. Lord, that you would hide them in the shadow of your wings, according to Psalm 91. Father, that you would renew and refresh their armor, that you would clothe them with the armor of light. Father God, that you would give them words and wisdom that their adversaries will not be able to resist or contradict. Father God, that you would give them great discernment. Lord, that they would know when to go out and when to come in. Lord God, we thank you that there is no distance. And Lord, you are Jehovah Sabaoth. You are Yahweh Sabaoth. You are the God of the angel armies. And Father, we thank you that there are two troops that are moving in that land. Father, it's not just the church on the ground, but Father, I thank you that there is an angelic army that is moving with the church of the Ukraine. And Father God, we thank you for renewing and refreshing them. Father, we're there are in need. Lord God, we thank you that you supply all of their needs according to your riches and glory. And Father, I also recognize that there is a church in Russia and there is the church in China, the underground churches. And Father, it is not in their heart to see the war that is breaking out and the things that are taking place. 
So, Father, for the remnant of your people that are standing in these nations that are in conflict and at war, Father, we thank you that you are a wall of fire around about them and that your glory fills their land. And, Father, you spoke to my heart that awakening, awakening is coming to the Ukraine. An awakening and a revival is going to erupt in Europe. And so, Father, we thank you that what the enemy means for harm, you're going to turn and work for the good, even as Joseph said, the saving of many lives. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the authority, the anointing, and the ability of Jesus Christ coming through your church and especially in the church of Ukraine. You are the glory and the lifter of their heads. You are their front guard and their rear guard. And today we decree that they are established in righteousness. Oppression is far removed. Terror will not come near them nor fear. And every attack of the enemy, let it surrender to them. Father, we thank you that no weapon formed against them will prosper. And we refute every tongue that would rise to accuse them in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. You are their front guard and their rear guard. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And Father, I do thank you for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ there in Ukraine and in Russia, as Sister Betty has mentioned, and the church all over the world. Stir us, Lord, to recognize, Lord, that these are our brothers and sisters in Christ. And it's so important that we identify with them in prayer and stand with them in prayer. And Father, Lord, just the spiritual warfare behind the physical warfare is so critical to recognize, Lord. Help us to know, Lord, that help, help the church to be reminded that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We thank you and praise you, Lord. More and more flood that nation with your spirit, your mercy, and your grace and stir the church to continue to stand with the spiritual weaponry you've made available to us to put it to work. We thank you. and We praise you in Jesus' name. We do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guest today is Betty Love, the founder and director of Love Ministries. Betty, would you share once again your uh, website if anyone would like to be in touch with you and learn more about Love Ministries? LoveMinistriesLive.com is our website. All right, all right. And Betty, you travel and, and speak and preach quite often too as well. That's a part of your ministry as well, right? It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then also, um, our my my husband and I uh, lead a work in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. So uh, my husband's a pastor, and and we pastor and minister together. So uh, we are very thankful for the goodness of the Lord. Okay. Okay. Well, again, our phone guest today is Betty Love, the founder and director of Love Ministries, and we'll be right back. You're the peace to the restless 
music from Passion, the song God of This City. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest today is Sister Betty Love. She's the founder and director of Love Ministries. Betty, you sh- you were sharing about the church fellowship that you that your husband and yourself are leading in the city of Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Would you share with our listeners the name, and if someone listening might want to come visit or maybe be in touch with you, how they can do that? Uh, the name of the church is Miracle City Global, and we are in on the east side of the city. It's 416 East Pine Street, and that's Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Uh, when the Lord uh, planted us in Hattiesburg a few years ago, he had us uh, actually, as we were uh, spying out the land, so to speak, the Lord had us go to the East Gate, probably in one of the most depressed places of the city and establish the work there. And what we have seen over the last several years of being there, releasing praise and worship and word into the land and the atmosphere there, we have really seen a transformation of East Pine Street. I mean, cleanup work has been done. Buildings are being renovated. It's just been amazing to see the power of God as believers, as we come in and begin to inundate a place or a region with prayer and with worship and the presence of the Lord, how it has the ability to transform not only people's lives, but but even the landscape around. And so Miracle City Global, uh, of course, uh, is the church. And it is very much a training and equipping center for believers. And we have alignments with people throughout the state uh, the state, and also the nation that are in connection with our ministry. But we are just so honored to be in Hattiesburg as a home base. And also, uh, just as we were worshiping to you are God of the city, he is God of the city. You know, part of the covenant promise to Abraham, and I believe that is ours in Christ Jesus, is land, sea, blessing. You possess the gates of your enemies and the cities of your enemies. Ask Mm -hmm. of me and I'll give the nations as an inheritance. So, you know, I believe it's very important that as believers, we occupy the land that God has given us. And we do that in walking in his presence, releasing the power of his word in prayer, and just being, uh, you know, letting our light shine uh, in our neighborhoods, in our uh, spheres of influence. So Mm. there you have it. Miracle City Global, 416 East Pine Street, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Okay, then. And so... uh if someone, whether they live in the Hattiesburg area or live across country but want to come visit, they can do just that? They can. We're there on Wednesday evening and also on Sunday, Wednesdays at 6. We have an hour of worship and intercession, and then there is ministry of the Word at 7 o'clock, and that is Central Time. And then on Sunday mornings, we start at 8.30 with Judah Goes First, which is 
worship intercession. And then at 915, we have core training, which is an equipping class for believers. And Mm -hmm. then at 1015 is now worship, now word, and now work. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's our Sunday uh, ministry schedule. All right. All right. Thank you for sharing that. So, well, uh, in this last segment, something, uh, Betty, I'm going to ask if you'll touch on, too, something that uh, I'd like for you to pray for, but also share your thoughts on. You know, we've had for a few years a project that we call it the Ten Commandments Project, whereby we uh, very minimally invite a parent, if they have their child to memorize the Ten Commandments, and the child recites them to the parent. All the parent has to do is call us, give us their size, and we mail them a T-shirt with the Ten Commandments on the back. Well, that's a simple discipleship project that can happen in any home. But along with that, we encourage churches or individuals or groups that wish to do an outreach, kind of a youth outreach, where over a period of several weeks, four to six weeks, teaching the meaning behind the Ten Commandments. And in each session, our encouragement is that you share the gospel as well so that they can be saved. It's been a very rewarding project. And the last aspect is a speech contest. And part of one of the things the Lord has helped me to grow in my understanding of is that the church needs to do so much more with children and youth, not just to disciple them, but a part of that would be putting them to work for the kingdom of God. Children can be used mightily of the Lord, and there's probably not a better example than John the Baptist basically leaping for joy in his mother's womb, even in the womb, speaking for the kingdom. Um, Any thoughts that come to your mind that you want to share about that? Well, I, I just know that when the Lord is moving, and He is moving in the lives of His people, I believe that He is there. I mean, the first thing that the Lord established was the family. Mm-hmm. And the Word of God says that one generation will declare His work to another. And as I said, as the Lord begins to move, I believe He moves in individuals. He moves corporately in His body. He moves territorially, and he moves generationally. I believe in this season, in the body of Christ, what I have been hearing and others, I believe that we are in the year of God building his house. He is building his family. Mm -hmm. You know, the scripture says that we are to speak to our children about the word when we lie down, when we rise up, when we walk along the way. Mm -hmm. And It is a powerful, uh, there is no substitute for the Word of God. There Mm -hmm. is no substitute for um, our children speaking the Word, praying the Word. So what the Lord has put in your heart to do in regard to reaching into the children, uh, you know, one of the, the scriptures says, and a little child will lead them. If we do not begin to equip our children and equip them with the word and introduce them at the very youngest age to Jesus and to the heart of God mm-hmm. through prayer, through through the reading of the word. Um, it is imperative that we do that. And mm-hmm. it is never too young to start. Even That's as right. you said, you gave the reference of John the Baptist leaping in the womb. Uh, and, you know, studies show that children can hear from the womb. And mm-hmm. for our children, 
you know, we began very early, uh, even praying over them in the womb. And when my daughter was born, uh, it didn't matter, uh, Pastor Joseph, when I got up, I've always been a fourth watch, three to six riser in the morning to give the Lord my first fruit. Well, that little lady, <laughs> baby, uh, from the, it didn't matter when she went to bed at night, any time that I was awake and on the floor, it wouldn't be just a few minutes until she was crying. And in the beginning, I'll just be honest, I loved her to pieces, but I felt like you were really encroaching on my time with the Lord and my prayer. And the Lord spoke to my heart and he said, bring her into the tent of meeting. Bring her into your prayer time with me. Bring her in. And so from the time she was just a few weeks old, she was in my prayer life and in the tent of meeting, so to speak, with the Lord every morning. And, you know, I have a journal and every day I'm going to date the, the day of, on the page and then as I spend time with the Father, with Jesus and Holy Spirit, and as I read the Word, things that He quickens to my heart out of the written Word, I'll write that scripture out. And there's just, if, if you want to grow and accelerate in your, your relationship with Him, it's a powerful way. Long story short, by the time Anna, our daughter, was four and a half years old, she wanted her own prayer journal, and she wanted her own time with the Lord. And now she is a powerful uh, young minister at 30 years of age, very well equipped in the Word of God, powerful speaker. She leads worship. And the evidence of her starting out from the womb and just, uh, you know, weeks old being in the presence of the Lord, it was key. The mm. other thing that we practice as a family is praying the Word and confessing the Word. Mm -hmm. And there, that is a powerful way to renew your heart and your mind and to get the word in our children, especially where we are as a nation, where we are in the world is imperative in this hour mm -hmm. so that they will be equipped to stand. And, you know, it says train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he'll not depart from it. Hello, and again, Betty? that didn't mean, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, um, our, our, our time is almost completely gone. We, we're definitely going to need to get you back sometime real soon because obviously we're not really finished, but our time is about <laughs> gone. But um, uh, I'll, I'll, get, I'll be right back with you in just a moment. But before we end our broadcast, as we normally do, for those that are listening, if you're listening today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Today is a great day to get saved. We'd like to invite you to make that step to ask him to come into your heart as Lord and Savior, if you would. If you're listening and you desire to receive Christ, would you simply pray this prayer with me at this time? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so very much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived, you died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many ways. Lord, I repent and turn from the wrong. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong I've done. Lord Jesus, 
come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you want me to be. You said in your word, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my whole life for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we very much would like to be in touch with you. Please email me at joseph at afr.net. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that will help you to begin to grow and grow strong. And you new walk with the Lord. Please email us again, joseph at afr.net. Well, Betty, again, very seriously, we would like to have you back again soon. You've covered a lot of ground in just a little time. Thank you so much. Share your website one more time if someone wants to be in touch with you. LoveMinistriesLive.com. And it's just been such an honor to be with you all today. Okay, honor to have you on. And again, we look forward to having you back very soon. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.